something that I love talking about is coming up with content ideas. And I don't know why, but it's just, it's so much fun for me. Y'all, I know I have some like really quirky things that, you know, I just love to do, but developing content and like brainstorming and coming up with ideas is just something that I love. Like I feel like it comes very natural to me. And so I wanted to pass along some of the tools and the tricks and the strategies and all the things that I've learned over the last few years of blogging to help me come up with new ideas and things to talk about. And I want you to use those to brainstorm podcast ideas. So I want to go into all of the details on how you can come up with some amazing content for the next six months or the next year of your podcast. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Holy moly, this podcasting stuff is so overwhelming. I don't even understand, like you have to pick out equipment and then you have to decide on a name and then you have to say, you know, am I going to have guests? Am I not going to have guests? Like, what am I, like just all the questions, right? I totally get it. This is exactly where I started when I first started podcasting. I had all of the exact same questions and I, to be perfectly honest, was overwhelmed totally overwhelmed with what I was doing. So I don't want you to feel that way. I've actually created a page specifically dedicated for people that want to start, launch, and market their podcast. It's at crystalprofit.com slash start here. And there you're going to find our three-step framework for you to start, launch, and market your podcast. Everything is in one place and you can find all of the details for how you can create your podcast this year. So ditch the overwhelm and let's get after it. Let's do this thing together. Again, that's crystalprofit.com slash start here. And be sure to grab all of the amazing freebies while you're there, including the quick and dirty video. You'll see what I'm talking about when you get there. Okay, so something that I teach people all the time and I make sure that this is like a foundational principle for any podcaster is you have to be consistent. So what does that mean? That means you show up every week or every day or however often you're going to podcast, but you show up at the same time and the same places that you say you're going to show up, right? Like, because that is how you create a consistent 
momentum. Okay, here's a perfect example. I have watched Grey's Anatomy for years and years and years. I still remember being in my college dorm and like running, sprinting to make sure I made it to my room on time because this was, I didn't, we didn't have a DVR or anything in our dorm room and there was no on demand. It was like, you got to watch it whenever it comes on because it was just like old school TV with commercials and everything. I know, right? Like who, cave people? Like, I mean, come on, like we were just old school. But anyway, I always knew it was at the exact same time every single Thursday. Without fail, it came on no matter what when the season was going on. And so it's the same idea for your podcast. You want to create a time and a place where people know, I can go listen to Crystal's podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it will be on iTunes, or I can listen to it on Google Play, or Spotify, or Stitcher, like wherever the places that you want to listen to it. But I know there's going to be a brand new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. That is consistency. And the way to do that is to come up with content ideas and then schedule them on your calendar. So um, I'll briefly talk about scheduling in this episode, but I really just want to hit on how you come up with and brainstorm your content ideas. So uh, first things first, I created a PDF that's been very popular. I'm sure you've heard about it a million times if you've been listening to this podcast, but it's 500 plus podcast ideas for any industry. And that is at crystalprofit.com slash 500 podcast ideas, or you can just go to this episode's show notes for episode 58 and go check it out. But um, y'all, I literally came up with 500 plus ideas. I think it's 544 or 554. I don't know what it is, but I took all of these industries that I know people have asked me about, hey, can a podcast work for real estate? Can it work for my pet grooming business? Can it work for life coaching? Can it work for a motivational speaker? Someone wants to talk about parenting, like all of these different genres, these industries. And I came up with all of these ideas for things for you to talk about. And this just goes back to, um, I said in a previous episode that I just, I come up with ideas. It's just something that I do. I don't know, you know, how this was ingrained in me, but if you tell me about your business, I bet I could come up with 50 ideas in like a really short amount of time on what you could talk about. So um, I really want you to grab this freebie. So if you're just getting started, it's just a great place to start and 500 ideas. I mean, come on, for every industry that I listed on here, I came up with at least 25 ideas and that could be I want to say six months. It's like around six months worth of episodes. So, I mean, that's half the year for you already done. Like, and there's a lot of things that are interchangeable between industries. There's ones for, hey, this is what you can ask during an interview or these are things like it's just, it's so good. So go grab that. But, um, so that is just, you know, a great starting place. So, hey, look, like there's 500 ideas just to get you going. But I want to talk about how I have done my podcast brainstorming and what I continue to do that is super, super helpful. So the first thing is a Google search, right? Like it's just so simple. And I feel like we oftentimes overlook the simple things. 
Like if you're anything like me, you probably try to complicate things way, way, way too much. And I know when I first started blogging and I was trying to come up with a lot of ideas, I would overcomplicate things or I would say, oh, well, so-and-so has already talked about that. So, you know, she's kind of cornered the market on that one subject. I can't talk about that anymore. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, y'all. If you go look up anything, go Google or YouTube, anything that you can think of, and there will pop up millions of results. And that is because only you can share your message the way you share it. Okay, so let's just like get that out there in the open so you don't have that same mental block that I did where I just thought, oh, you know, that one person that one time on this one website that kind of looks crappy and no one really likes it, but she's already done it. No, you can absolutely talk about something just because someone else did it because you'll do it in your own unique way. So I want you to open up Google and I want you to type in the words how to... And then follow it with whatever it is that your podcast is related to. So let's say you have a life coaching business or you want to start a life coaching podcast. And then you say how to reduce stress in 30 days. Like easy, right? So you can not only use the results that are popping up, right? Like that will give you some ideas of like, oh, look. This person talks about stress management with working out. This person talks about it with food. This person talks about, you know, the boundaries that you have in your life or maybe the mental um, the mental exercises you can do to help you or, you know, this is what's causing your stress. Like there's so many things that can domino and kind of splinter off from one idea, but I want you to really pay attention to keywords that are related to your industry and see what pops up. And I also want you to go like all the way down to the bottom. So let's say you type in how to reduce stress, go all the way to the bottom and check out the place where it says people also searched for, you know, and there will be like several listings down there. And then that can give you some ideas for other things that you want to talk about or topics that are related to life coaching or whatever it is that your podcast is about. And then I also want you to pay attention to those other keywords that pop up. So you know how when you type in how to and then Google automatically populates other words in there? Pay attention to that. Pay attention to the other things that pop up. Like maybe you put in how to reduce stress and then Google populates with small children or when you don't have time or when you just need a break. Like, I mean, there's so many things that Google can be used for. But another thing, and and this is an awesome resource that I started using about a year ago, but it's called keywordseverywhere.com. And I'll link to this in the show notes, but this is awesome for keywords. So um, if you're new to online marketing and understanding how Google and search engine optimization, which is SEO, if you're new to how all of that works, Keywords Everywhere is a great place to start, and it's free. There's a lot of keyword resources out there, but most of them, you get like four or five trials, and then you have to pay for it. And y'all know me, cheapo crystal. I like free or um, just great resources that, you know, are, are inexpensive, that are really, really easy on the wallet. 
But what I use this tool for is you'll install it. I use Google Chrome. That's where I do um, most of my searches. So if you do Bing or something else, um, I don't really know how this will apply. Um, I'm sure there's a way that you can use this. But um, Keywords Everywhere now, I have an extension off of Google. So anytime I Google something, then and the search results come back, what this Keywords Everywhere does is it will populate on the side of the screen other keywords that are related to my search. It'll say how many people have, have searched for it. If you wanted to do like a Google AdWord, like how much is the cost per click and you know the volume of people that are searching for this on a monthly basis. And okay, you're thinking, oh my gosh, Crystal, you just like threw up all this keyword information at me one time, but how can I use this? So what you can use is pay attention to the keywords. You can use those words as titles for your podcast episode, which will make them more searchable and more likely for someone to stumble across your podcast episode. You can use them in your episode descriptions, and you can just use them like throughout your show notes if that's what you're talking about. So, um, and then I want you to just explore, like just don't like have an agenda for any of it. Just open up a Google browser and start typing in words that are related to your industry and see what you come up with. Try to come up with 50 ideas. 50 ideas, that's like if you post once, once a week, let's say 52 ideas, come up with 52 ideas and then that is in a, a year, a year's worth of content right there. Oh my gosh, like it just, it makes me so excited. Only because, like I don't know, that's a super dorky thing to say, but only because like I've realized if you can come up with content, like just the idea and have it in a spreadsheet or have it written down, put it on your calendar, however it is that you want to organize it. If you just have that, y'all, that's half the battle. Showing up week after week and just recording, like this is the easy part. The biggest challenge for me is coming up with the content ideas, putting it in my calendar, and then sticking to that. But I don't have that problem anymore because I do this brainstorming stuff all the time. And I'm telling you right now, it will make your life so much easier. Okay, so the first way to brainstorm content is just a plain old Google search. The next thing I want to talk about is my whiteboard. I have a love affair with my whiteboard. And I know, like, I'm just totally geeking out on y'all today. Like, just telling you all of my little things because I just, I love a good whiteboard. And I actually have two. So this is a funny story. I ordered one off Amazon. It showed up and it was bent in the back. And so we contacted the seller and you're like, you know, we will send this back to you. You know, can we just get a, you know, a refund? Can we get another one? They sent us an additional one and they said, you just keep the other one. So, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm not going to trash it. I mean, come on, it's a free whiteboard. So now I have two whiteboards in my office. I have one that's hanging up on the wall and they're, they're not that expensive. I think this one was like $50 and it's huge guys. So you can get a smaller one for less money. But, um, but it's just, it's so great because I'm just a visual learner. I learn so well by seeing things and picturing them and piecing things together. And so what a whiteboard does is you draw an idea, like think about the old school graphs you would draw in school, like, right, you would write one word in the middle of the board, and then you would have ideas splinter off out from that, from that one word. 
So let's just take social media, right? Let's say that is one word. Let's say you're a social media strategist and you're thinking, okay, what can I talk about? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like this is what, like, oh, I just get so dorky and so nerdy. Like just bear with me. But for a social media strategist, if you were to splinter off and like, you know, draw a big circle around the word social media and say, okay, what can I talk about? I can talk about Facebook. What can I talk about specifically about Facebook? When to post, live videos, how often should I post? Should I upload videos or should I link to them on YouTube? Should I be posting in groups? Should I create my own group? Like, oh my gosh, there's so many things and that's just Facebook. And then we go to Instagram. How do Instagram stories work? How do I get to 10,000 to get the swipe up feature? How can I use my swipe up feature? How can I do Instagram lives and maximize those? How do I create the highlights? How do presets work? Okay, guys, I'm not counting, but I think that that's at least 10 (laughs) episodes just about Facebook and Instagram. Okay, and then we could go on to Pinterest, which I know Pinterest isn't really social media, but it kind of plays into that same thing. Like, how can I use Pinterest for my business? How can I use it to grow a following? How can I use it to grow my email list? Like, there's so many things that you can do. And it just starts with like a simple word and circle it and then make some lines off of it. This is my favorite, my absolute favorite way to brainstorm anything. It's how I created my course. It's how I created my webinars I used last time I launched my course. It's how I do most of my brainstorming where I will write one topic that I really want to talk about within a specific episode because it helps me stay focused if I just come up with one topic and then I will splinter off five to six ideas of what I really want to talk about and focus just within that episode. And when I do this on my whiteboard, it helps me just, I don't know, there's just something about doing it easier on the whiteboard than I can when I just open up a blank Google Doc. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's the fact that I'm a visual learner, but a whiteboard can do amazing things. But okay, so the next thing I want to talk about, so we talked about Google searches, whiteboarding, journaling. Okay, so if you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know that I'm a writer, I'm an author, I've written a book, but I love to journal. I love to journal. I do this every single day without fail. At some point during the day, I will be writing in my journal. And so what I want to talk about is, I mean, basically you can use a journal or a notebook as the same way as when you do the whiteboard, you can write a single idea and then splinter off everything that you come up with. You can totally do a notebook or journal that way, but I want you to consider doing free writing. So what does that mean? Free writing or what I like to call creative writing is where you can imagine, just like close your eyes for a second, and this is kind of weird, but just close your eyes for a second and imagine someone walking up to you and asking you, hey, what can you tell me about blank? And that is the topic you're going to talk about. So again, if your podcast is about social media, someone walks up to you and says, hey, what can you tell me about IGTV? Because I have no idea how that works. And you are like, oh man, you just start writing. You start writing. Well, I can tell you that it works this way. This is how you upload your video. It's going to look in portrait style and not horizontal like a normal 
uh, video would if you were to upload it to YouTube, like just all the things that you can think of and just start writing, just free writing in your journal, all the things that you can think of. Like it doesn't have to be whole sentences. It doesn't have to be something that, you know, don't write it like your English teacher is going to grade it. Like don't edit yourself, just write and just keep going. And this is what I do when I do um, my newsletters on Friday. I send out my newsletter to my email list every single Friday. And most of the time, I will open up my notebook and write my newsletter in my journal because it just comes out so much easier. And then when I go to upload it, I will edit, you know, and do all the formatting and put links in there and make it all pretty and do all that stuff. But for me, it just comes out so much easier whenever I just let the words flow. So maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to write, what can I talk about that will give me, you know, lots of bullet points or lots of episodes, and then you just start writing. I can't even tell you how many times I do like my journaling exercises when I wake up and I'm like, okay, what am I gonna write about today? And I have an idea or I have a project on my mind. And I mean, half of the journaling in my notebooks is to-do list. Like I'll write out, okay, this is what I have to do today. I need to write out this list. I need to make sure and do that. And then I need to do this in this order. And I don't need to forget about that. So journaling is just a great way to get ideas out of your head in general. But um, so I, do, I really use this whenever I start feeling stuck and my other brainstorming tools aren't working. So it's not necessarily my go-to, but it's definitely something that I wanted to make sure that you had this tool in your toolbox for whenever you get stuck or you have writer's block or podcast block, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about when it comes to brainstorming your podcast ideas is peer interaction. So I meet with an accountability group once a week, another group of ladies I interact with um, through Facebook Messenger all the time. Like we kind of have our own little mastermind that we have going on. I'm in and out of Facebook groups and I attend like quarterly in-person meetings. So I'm constantly interacting with people that may not be doing exactly what I'm doing because I don't know any of them that teach podcasting, but they're curious about it. They're asking me questions. There's all kinds of topics that we discuss and it has just been so impactful when I sit down to brainstorm because I'll remember the questions that they ask me or if it's appropriate, like I'll write them down when they're talking. Like they, there's been times um, in our accountability group, someone will ask a question and I'm like, oh, wait, let me write that down real fast because I want to answer that in a podcast or I will screenshot you know, questions that I see in a Facebook group or I'll save it and be like, oh man, that's such great content. I want to make sure, especially if it's something that gets repeated over and over again, y'all like take that as a hint. There's more than one person curious about that topic. So why don't you be the go-to person for that? Why don't you create that free content that they're looking for? They're already looking for it. They're asking the question. Maybe they haven't Googled it. Maybe they haven't searched Pinterest for it, or maybe they haven't, you know, looked on YouTube for it yet, but they're asking that question. So next time you can be like, oh yeah, go check out episode 32 where we talked about blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like give them that go-to resource because this has been one of the main ways that I've grown my audience when it comes to podcasting. I just try to deliver as much value and as much great content as I can by interacting with peers on a regular basis. So that is such a great way 
to brainstorm podcast ideas and even turning around and asking your audience like, hey, what do y'all want to know? You know, do you have questions? Do you, you know, is there anything specific that you're curious about? So the fifth thing that I want to talk about is other platforms related to your industry. So blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, magazines, anything like that. I want you to ask yourself these questions, okay? What are they talking about? How could you make that content better? Do you agree with them or do you disagree with them? Are there any trends happening in your industry? Have there been any major shifts in your market? Stay on top of all of these industry news and you can deliver that information to your audience. So I do this a lot. There are other podcasters out there that do teach podcasting and I'll see like, you know, they do a blog post and I realize, oh man, like this is really good, but they left something out. So instead of, you know, copying, pasting and everything that they do, because one, that is illegal. Do not do that. Like that is copyright infringement. Duh-uh. No, no, do not do that. But what you can do is see, oh, like they left out audiograms. They didn't talk about that in their marketing strategy. So I'm going to go and share that with my audience because that is such a big thing. Like that is a major thing that I want to make sure my people know. So um, look at other people. Like what are they doing in the industry? And like I said, do not copy other people. That's not cool. But you can look and see what they're doing and see how you can make it better or whether you agree with them or disagree with them. And you can talk about that in your podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so the sixth thing, and I briefly mentioned this earlier when I talked about peer interaction, but Facebook groups. Oh my gosh. This one simple thing can keep you busy for an entire day. And I promise you could probably come up with a few years worth of content doing this one thing. And that is, did you know that you can search for keywords within a Facebook group? Did you know that? For like a particular word or phrase? So for example, if you're a life coach... You could go into a group where your ideal audience is hanging out anyway and type in the words life coach or coaching or coach in the search function and see what pops up. I, again, will screenshot post or copy and paste questions into a different, um, like a Google document. And when I know it would be a great topic to talk about on the podcast, then I just add it into my content calendar. Like, oh, I need to make sure and go back and answer this question that this person asked on here because no one answered them. There's so many groups that I'm a part of. People ask questions and people either either give them bad advice or all of the comments that are on there say following, you know, or they have the F or the period because they're just following the post. Like they want to know, like, yeah, I want to know what the answer to this is too. So um, just go into Facebook groups and hang out and see what questions are being asked and use that for your um, for your podcast ideas. Okay, number seven is survey your audience. Oh my gosh, I know I say this all the time, and I mentioned this earlier, but constantly survey your audience. What do they need help with? What could be clearer? Like, is there a previous podcast episode you did that you need to exaggerate on? What are just some of their basic, basic needs? Like, what do they want to hear about from you? And I I promise you, like, this is easier to do than ever because of social media because you can go on your Instagram stories. There's a poll feature where you can say, hey, do you like apples or oranges? You know, and people actually vote on there and you can see in real time, like, 
what people are answering. And then Facebook also has polls. So you can do polls. I think you can do it on your Facebook page, within a personal page post, and within a group page. Now with groups, I will say some of them have cracked down on, you know, they think that you're doing that to promote your own stuff and, you know, like you probably won't get approved. So um, if you just want to do a poll about your own stuff, I would do it on your Facebook page because it's just, it's a lot easier that way. You don't have to deal with it getting approved or not approved or anything like that. Okay, so number eight, books. I want you to use books to help you with brainstorming your content ideas. Read books that are related to your industry or your business to find ideas. You could even create content around what you learned from reading that book. I did a podcast episode about my five top books of 2018, and I know I'm going to do something similar at the end of 2019, though I know it's going to be like 10 or like my top 15 books since I've read so many and we're just like, we're just halfway through the year, but books that are related to your industry. Oh my gosh. Like not only will that help you be more knowledgeable about what you're doing and the people that you're serving and where I, you know, is your market trending up? Is it trending down? Like what's going on with your industry, but it'll just help you be more of an expert in your field. Like if you can talk about the big timers, right? Like the people that are doing it big, they're the ones writing those New York Times bestseller, the Wall Street Journal, you know, the people that are appearing on Fox, CNN, like all these other outlets, you know, if you're in the business sector, that's what I'm thinking of, you know, all the people that are on these um, big important news shows, then read their books, read their books. What are they talking about? Reference them. It's okay to reference them. You're not copying them. You're not saying, you know, that you came up with all this content, you know, content ideas yourself, but y'all, I will talk about Dave Ramsey, Christy Wright. Um, I talk about Ruth Sukup. I've talked about Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, and there's just so many other people that I reference a lot because I read a lot of books. I just read Donald Miller's um, Building a Story Brand. Y'all, that book is so good. And I cannot wait to use that in this podcast, which I've already kind of done it. It's, you know, in the Confuse You Lose. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That is in the marketing. And um, it's just, it's so important of, you know, just to understand your marketing better. Oh, how will, um, see, this is another tangent. I shouldn't have even talked about books here. But <laughs> I wanted to tell you that's a great place to get started for content ideas. Okay, the ninth thing and the final tip that I have for you for brainstorming podcast content is a total change of scenery. Go take a walk. Go work out. Go walk your dog. Go to a coffee shop. Go to the library. Take a drive. Take a shower. Whatever it is, just get out of your usual normal routine and do something different. Get out in nature or, you know, go people watch in a park somewhere like this is so true, especially if you feel blocked creatively. This can do wonders for your mind. I don't know what it is about it, but anytime I like go out and like do something really spontaneous that I did not have planned at all, 
I see things in other people that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is just such a great idea. Or you interact with people you wouldn't normally interact with. And maybe you say, oh yeah, I'm starting a podcast. Oh, really? What's it about? Oh, I've always been interested in that. Can you talk about this? Or do you know the answer to that? Like it's just such a great opportunity to really flex those podcast content muscles of yours because I know that you can brainstorm so many ideas and then get them on your calendar and create an amazing podcast this year. So if coming up with content ideas, like if that has been the thing that's holding you back, you no longer have that excuse, okay? Like I'm, I'm kind of pushing you closer to the edge. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna shove you off pretty soon and just say you're starting your podcast, but... <laughs> You don't have an excuse anymore, y'all. It is not that hard to come up with podcast ideas. I encourage you to try some of these things out. You don't have to do all of them. This is just what I do. This is what I do when I feel creatively stuck, when I feel blocked, and I just need like, oh, like I got to flex my muscles a little bit and try to do something different. I will go down my list. These are the things that I do, my nine things. So let's recap them real fast. So the first thing is, a Google search. Come on, guys. That's the easiest. I want you to do that right now. As soon as you get done listening to this podcast, go do a Google search on something within your industry. The next thing is get out a whiteboard. Get out a white. Get out a poster board, a sheet of paper, or something, and just write out a topic in the middle of that paper, and then splinter off some ideas that you can talk about. And then journaling. Try to come up with some questions that people would ask you or could ask you or have asked you and write about those. The fourth thing is peer interaction. Interact with people online, in person. I don't care. Just start talking to people that are interested in what you're talking about. The fifth thing is consume content that's related to your industry. Blog posts, podcasts, magazines, books, like all those things. Consume them and then Critique them or make them better or talk about them within your podcast. The sixth thing is Facebook groups. Y'all, they're so powerful. I hope that you do this. Like go do a Google search and then go do a Facebook search and you will be surprised by what you can come up with. And then the seventh thing is survey your audience. Just turn around and ask the people that are already listening. If you don't have an audience, that's okay. Ask potential listeners, what do y'all want to know about? What can I help you with? The eighth thing is books. Y'all, I've become a book nerd, and I hope you do too, because it's just, I'm just a lifetime student, I've decided, and it's just such a great way to feel smart. (laughs) I don't know, that sounds so silly, but it does. Like, it helps me feel like I know what I'm talking about, because I read about it, and I'm doing it, right? Like, you read about it, and then you implement it. That right there alone is so stinking powerful. And then number nine is a total change of scenery. Go on a walk, get outdoors, go do something different, and see what ideas you come up with. So that does it for today's episode. So be sure to go grab that free PDF, 500 plus podcast ideas for any industry, and get the ideas flowing. Come on, like you already got some podcast ideas. Like start with those and then come up with some of your own. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show and hear about the other fun things we have coming up. Be sure to go check out the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 58. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 